This is the meeting after the meeting. None of our participants get paid, and we don't speak for Alcoholics Anonymous. Enjoy the show. with some lyrics that's hit or miss i Does, thought for sure gabe was going to come in with some heavy metal last week why don't we try something with some lyrics at some point yeah you dude know? so you have to talk over them that'll be good i mean i don't think it really matters but yeah i guess oh, we'll try it. it we can we know we can try anything it's our show either way i like it yeah it's good if you don't know we always do some different music every week and Gabe surprises Chris and I with with something. So sometimes it works. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't. Gabe was playing something earlier. I was like, what is this, man? And I was like, what is going on? I came downstairs oh and I was God. like, this is weird, man. Yeah, yeah. You know. hey. Earlier you gotta, today? You gotta, no, tonight. You yeah, earlier tonight. Stuff, oh, though. dude, that song's like trending. You, you were like, that this song's... is the song I listen to every day when I go to work. Dude, I was it's, like, what are you talking about? I don't go to work. I work from home. Oh, but, oh whoa. Um, okay. Whoa. But Sorry. when I'm sitting hey. at my desk and trying to get in the zone, yeah, I do listen to it. And it's, it's a good song. Bro. Well, since you work from home, doesn't make you better than us. I was like, okay, all right, Gabe. Oh, I, I would never, I would never say I'm better than you guys. <laughs> all right, well, we I'm might in. as well, might as well get into it. Yeah, episode fifteen. This is the meeting after the meeting. Meeting. I'm John. I'm Chris. Welcome to episode fifteen. Yeah, I want to thank everybody for being here with us tonight. Mm-hmm. If you're live on Zoom, we're glad to have you. We, uh, we got a great show lined up for you. I'm excited about our guest. Our guest is Pumped. fire. Pumped. He's going to be he's gonna be awesome. For those of you who don't know, The Meeting After The Meeting is a podcast that is broadcast live on Zoom. We also put the recordings out on podcast streaming platforms. And last week, we had our best week ever. We did. Close we did. to 150 listens. Across Thank the board. you. To all of our listeners, we're going to continue to. I mean, put we're not out. breaking any records, but I mean, it was good. Yeah. It was a good week. We're going we to continue to put out content every week, a every new week. episode. Absolutely. We are. We had a meeting tonight trying to figure out how we're just going to make it happen. So every week, every week, we're going to be putting out an episode. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to stop. Was that a so question? It was a question. I wanted to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. You want to get me on record? I just wanted to make sure. Who put me on record? Every week we are going to get an episode. <laughs> the question out. we should be asking is Gabe. He's the one we can't do without. Well, we, we no, figured dude, that out the, tonight. We the, were like, you know who we really need is Gabe. <laughs> I, no, we'll put I up can't the, do we'll what he the, does. We'll put up the animation of uh, Jordan Belfort. Like, I'm not leaving. Hey, you know what? I'm Whatever leaving. works. <laughs> Whatever works for you, Gabe. We'll take it. How are you doing tonight, Gabe? Let's introduce our producer, Gabe. I'm doing well. Yeah. Doing well. How was your week? It was good. Chris yeah. and I had a great weekend, right, Chris? Oh, yeah, that's we had, right. Yeah, yeah we, little, we did a little AA retreat. Yeah. It was 
Did you get a lot of sleep, Gabe? No, I didn't. I was up till about three or four both nights, and I played a total of uh, six hours of poker, <laughs> bought in at $100, and ended up with $101. So, Man, I, so I won $1 so <laughs> for six hours of you poker. You know what? That's six hours of free entertainment, Yes, though. dude. Not exactly. bad, right? So I was stoked. I consider that a win. But yeah, sometimes seniority has its advantage. That they, they, they snuck me in my own room this weekend, so I was... I didn't ask for it. I mean, but you know, they. Well, some people had hotels. They had man. it sorted. I, they probably figured me. out you might hurt your back if you had that. <laughs> That's sleep. what they said. They said he's kind of old. He's we should. <laughs> it's a. It has its perks, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you get in there with a snore. It's, yeah, yeah. It's a. That's a problem. Can be a problem. It can be a Saw problem. Saw logs. We've all been there, man. Yeah. We have all been there. And our guest was there this weekend, so I know he's fired up. He's ready to go. Let's bring. Let's bring him in, man. Uh, we're excited. He's a. Longtime friend of ours, great member of AA. Let's introduce Spence N. from Rockville, Maryland. Yes. They love you. Spence, what's up? Not much, man. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Um, I just want to say, I'm, I'm, uh, whatever you guys are doing here, this is amazing. And Whoever, if, if it's 150 people, those are the people you're supposed to reach. Yeah, you know I, mean? like, I like you. that. Thank you, man. Yeah, I like that, man. We That's try to true. put on a good show, and we we take time, and we put a lot of time into it, so it's good. Yeah, right on. I'm I'm behind this 100. This is amazing. Thanks, man. Yeah. That's awesome. So you were at the men's bonanza this weekend too. Correct. I was there. I uh, was asked to speak, and um, nice. Yeah, it was it was uh, a fired up weekend, and a lot of people. You know, sharing gut level um, vulnerability. Yeah, it, it's yeah. It was, it was emotional sobriety. Yes, a lot yes. of them talk about that. Yep, growing along spiritual lines, emotional sobriety. I mean, just like real life stuff. Like yeah. wow, like this is real life. Yeah, and people are staying sober and, and applying the tools of AA like yeah. in, re- in real time. You know. Yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you uh, did you stay up till four in the morning and play poker too? I did not. The latest I stayed up was. Um, <laughs> I think one thirty. Yeah, um, there was hey. a boxing match. You on see, that, you see, you see uh, that gray in that beard? I mean, <laughs> that means you know. four a.m. is not happening yeah. unless he has to, right? Unless yeah. it's unless it's. I'm, I'm gonna throw somebody on the bus uh, under the bus. Uh, Rick. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I, I outlasted Rick, and I, I don't see any grays in Rick's beard. Hey, That's true, Rick. What is going on, Rick? Rick, for those of you, I, I had to tuck him in. I had to read him a bedtime. <laughs> Rick is in our studio <laughs> audience right now. He didn't make. Rick's getting called out. He can't even say anything. Oh Lord. He's going to no, be, he's gonna be a guest no one day. He's going to get his revenge. Yeah, yeah, he'll get it back. He'll have his time <laughs> in the hot seat. Yep, yep. <laughs> well, glad to hear that it was a, a good weekend. I'm sure you did a great job speaking. And now we're going to try to get a little more out of you here and, and hear a little bit about your story. Why don't you start out by just giving us what we like to call the stats? Yep. Right. Uh, so I have been sober since August 2nd, uh, 2017. I have a sponsor and I have a home group. Awesome, man. Yeah. Um, we, we, love to, we love to hear about our guest stories. Why don't we start off with uh, a little bit about what you were like. We'll get into the three W's here. Why don't you share a little bit with us about what you were like? So uh, <clears throat> I actually thought, I mean, I was uh, just a person that, as soon as I started drinking, I, it was, it was like night and day. It was like instant, it was, you know, instant party animal, reckless, just, uh, a lot of, um, 
you know, like the earmarks were there, you know what I mean? Like the signs were there, like from the beginning. And so there wasn't really a progression in terms of, um, you know, the way I drank, but, um, you know, it was, uh, I mean, it was, it was like, I don't know, the imaginary line, I started over it. I think, I mean, <laughs> right, I, you, right <laughs> off the break. Yeah, like, I, I mean, it was like the first time and they were like, <laughs> it, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was instant. No ramp up. No ramp up. So, um, were you, so some people, you know, they come into A and they're like, I was a good kid or I, I got good grades and then I kind of fell off or what, what kind of, what kind of guy were you, you know, at that time, were you already messing up? Would people have been surprised that Spence was drinking? I will say that I started smoking weed before I drank. Yeah. Okay. So Me too. you could say I did that alcoholically. Yeah. And so I was already, you know, causing trouble and, and my, you know, people. Having- because it's easier to get. Yeah, yeah. When you're younger. Too. Yeah, and I just that's, that's what, what I, I got exposed to. Yeah. And I mean, so before that, I mean, I was regular kid. I mean, into sports, you know, and um, you know, I, I had my times where I was, you know, getting bad grades and just mm-hmm. like, you know, unfocused or whatever you want to call it. But um yeah, so the the marijuana came first and then I guess the drinking that was just like gas on the fire. But Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what um so you start you start smoking weed, you start drinking do you start getting in trouble right away, or are you more just having fun, partying? Well, I will say that when I started drinking, it coincided with me going to college, and it was the first mm-hmm. time I was right on time. Yeah, like it was <laughs> perfect time, imperfect time, whatever you want to call yeah. it. But so, yeah. yeah, that was trouble from the beginning, and so I just had that illusion that a lot of people probably have: I can party and and still have a good life. Did, did your family, so you said you were going to college, was, was there expectations there with your family that like Spence is, we're, we're proud of him, he's going away to college? Oh, big time, big time. And, and what, were you thinking that was going to happen and it kind of got derailed? Totally. I mean, I, I, I like I said, I, I thought I could have fun and, and, you know, as they say, have my cake and eat it too. But, mm-hmm. um, and I had the perfect setup. I mean, my classes were at night. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it was the alcoholic schedule, class schedule. And I don't even know if I purposely did that, but (laughs) that's like, that's what happened. And so, yeah, high expectations. I mean, you know, education, like a lot of families is very, uh, you know, high priority. I mean, very expensive college, private Mm. college. So, Mm. you know, loans and and so. Yeah. Yeah. You still paying them? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're not the only one. Right, right. You're not the only one. Yeah. Yeah. As my sponsor used to say, if I if I knew I was gonna have to pay it back, I wouldn't have borrowed it. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, really, yeah. I knew, and I still borrowed it. <laughs> so yeah, okay, try so to borrow more. So you're in college, you're you're drinking, and what did did you start getting in trouble? How was your grades? First semester, I like held it together. Um, first semester, there were instances of blackouts which yeah. I didn't understand what was happening at the time. Mm-hmm. I thought they were just like dreams um, or, you know. And so I um, first semester, I mean, I just kind of like skated under under the radar as far as like trouble with the school. Um, I, uh, you know, I, I pulled decent grades enough to like not go on probation. Yeah. I would say, you know. Um, but, you know, it was like everything was like right under the surface. It was it was. <laughs> I mean, we'll get into it, but yeah, it was, it was just waiting, you know, just waiting to burst out and then, right. Okay. Well, yeah. And, and it, it didn't take long. Yeah. I didn't make it through the second semester. (laughs) I I just say that. It was quick. Yeah. It was quick. Yeah. Oh, so your college career ended before the second semester was over. Before the second semester was over. Interesting fact. Um, 
in between semesters, um, I, I, I think my family probably, you know, caught wind of like, you know, hey, this guy is like kind of out of control. Um, so they sent me to Uganda. My, my father was in Uganda, so they thought that me going to see him would uh, maybe help me, you know, resolve some things within myself to, uh-huh. you, know, do, you know, be motivated and come back with a, you know, turn a new leaf and whatever. So, um, you know, so I went overseas in between semesters and uh, came back and... <laughs> Yeah, things got quickly out Worse. of control. Yeah, so the I trip mean, to Uganda did not help. Not in the way <laughs> it didn't. Uh, it didn't. Uh, it didn't. No, it did not help in that way. It was good. I mean, I, I you know I didn't grow up with my dad, so you know it was good to see him. Uh, it was good, you know, family reunion, things like that. But it did not, you know, mm-hmm. serve its purpose. But you probably couldn't drink the way you wanted to on that trip. So when you got back, you were like, all right. Well, get right back to it. This is the thing. In Uganda, I mean, there's, you know, I have a lot of enablers at the time. And so they didn't, you know, it, imagine you go to somewhere else where people don't really know who you are. And so, ah, yeah, you know what I mean? And so, yeah. I mean, my, my, my uncle was giving me bottles of cognac, my yeah. favorite liquor. You know, yeah. 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 It was. Yeah. They hadn't seen the damage you had caused. You kind of like <laughs> it's like getting to start fresh. It's like moving somewhere else and being exactly. somebody else. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, w- there's a lot of terms for that. But, you know, yeah. like rearing your ugly head, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, wherever you go, there you are. So but eventually I'll show up. And so but it was a short enough trip that I didn't. There you go. You know, they didn't know. Yeah. You're able to leave and they were like, that Spence is a great guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do wonderful. I mean, he, gets, he gets drunk. A couple <laughs> times, you know, but yeah. So it was. Um, so, yeah, I get, I get back and. You know, I um, have one of those nights where, you know, because I was the type of guy, I always wanted the party to keep going, you know, and never wanted to go back to reality. And so you probably were the same, Chris. I've heard you talk about like after hour spots and, you know, oh yeah, all those kind of things. And so, you know, <clears throat> one night I came home from the bar and a couple of kids from the University of Maryland, they were, uh, you know, looking for a certain student who I knew. Uh, I knew this student. And so we went looking for the student uh, party, you know, moved over to my dorm. Um, they vandalized some property and I got held responsible. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those nights where it's like a haze, you know, and, and, you know, when I'm, you know, when things, uh, when things came to light, you know, I got held responsible. And so essentially got asked to leave campus. So I was no longer allowed, uh, welcome to stay on campus. And that was in the middle of your second semester, middle of the second semester. And, uh, you know, suffice to say that school is not a top priority. So, yeah. you know, not, now I have to commute to school. And so, you can imagine I lost interest very quickly. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So, How did your family feel about that at the time? Man, very estranged, very uh, disappointed. Um, there were actually some some physical altercations I had with some uncles. And, uh, you know, I mean, it was just a, a terrible time looking back on it. Sorry, I'm trying to get him to move this. <laughs> Um, okay. So what happens there? You're out of school. Cause I, I remember back to when responsibilities in my life started to be removed just simply out of me messing up and to the family, it seemed like, Oh, this is the worst thing that could happen. But to me, secretly, I was kind of happy because I had more time to do what I wanted to do. And that's, yeah, that's, I, I, I relate to that. And, uh, you know, I started, um, you know, actually, you know, out of school, had to go back to community college, um, started getting, you know, I, I got a job at TGI Fridays, you know, that culture. Nice. That's a perfect M- Montgomery college. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. MK. Yeah. On Harvard on the pipe. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> Great I, school, by the way. Great I'm, school. I'm pretty sure yeah. a lot of people excel at Montgomery college, oh, yeah. but, but, uh, yeah. So anyway, you, um, you didn't, 
I did not. I did not either. Yeah. I did not. Yeah. yeah. All my cousins did great. Yeah. That's a great school. Well, they probably were selling drugs in the cafeteria. Exactly. <laughs> they weren't exactly. doing that, no. <laughs> going to class high. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, things were, were not going well. Like I said, I got a job at TGI Fridays and got introduced to that whole life. And uh, But I relate to you, yeah. So having less responsibility, um, I mean, I you know, started day drinking and, and you know what I mean? Like it's just. Yeah, TGI, what, the, yeah, that TGI Fridays mm-hmm. in particular with the one right there on yeah. the pike. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's an alcohol extreme. That is a, that is a, yeah, that is a haven for. I mean, that was the spot, man. man. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 one of the things I, I never worked in restaurants, but one of my most envious things about it was the daily cash every day. You got paid. It was like, well, you could, you could drink too every, on the job. You could drink on the job. I was doing drugs on the job. Yeah, yeah I mean, you could do it all. Drugs. I mean, I'm just saying. But. There's drug dealers Sorry at, to, at working at the place or drinking. <laughs> you were a server. I, I had some, yeah, I was a server. And no wonder I had some people walk out on bills. And, and I mean, it was. It was <laughs> you just like wouldn't come back. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah. Come back and table's empty. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, great. Yeah. That's great. A lot so, of servers coming into AA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bartenders, bartenders. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, you drop. So you uh, you fail out again at MC. Actually, I I, I did the the you know withdrawal, take the money. Mm. Yeah, that, that, uh, that move. Yeah, buy some drugs. Yep, that's good. I like that. That's another pro. <laughs> you invest in my immediate future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> oh my God. So you 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 withdraw. You take the money, and and I'm sure everybody starts realizing that. Spence isn't going to school and he's kind of hanging yeah, out. It's he's not going to happen. What, what, what kind of, what happened after that? So this is, uh, around the time I got my first arrest as an adult. Uh, so first of many, um, and you know, very estranged from my family. I mean, I started this cycle where, you know, I would, um, you know, stay with them and, you know, live that double life. And eventually they would catch wind of what I'm doing and, you know, ask me to leave and, I would try my luck on the streets, you know, and, and end up, uh, usually what would happen is I, I get locked up and, you know, dry out, uh, family comes to see me, you know, and, and, you know, that whole, you know, I'm going to do some things differently. And, Probation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the house whole, arrest. Yeah. yeah it, outpatient treatment. Yeah, outpatient. Yeah. 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 IOP. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so, um, I just began, a, 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 a years of just, uh, you know, trying to, beat the system, you know, yeah. the, you know, pass drug tests, you know, just, you know, I, I, I interview well, so I have no problems getting jobs. And then, you know, lo and behold, I'm, uh, you know, I got, uh, I got the work truck out in Lanny park and you know, <laughs> <laughs> they're one, they're tracking you on GPS. Yeah, What's yeah, going yeah. on? What are you doing yeah. over in yeah, Langley yeah. park? Why does the car smell? Or where's the, yeah. why does the van smell like, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, funny story. I, um, uh, I, uh, I used to work at cleaners. Okay. Frank, yeah. 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 yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, uh, one day I, uh, you know, I, I just got the job. I asked them to borrow the van to go pick up a check from DHL. I just, uh, you know, got fired, left, you know, quit, mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they said, yeah, sure, just bring it back. I, uh, I bring it back, and it, the, the, the shop was uh, locked up, you know, and so I was just like, oh, I'll, bring it t- I'll bring it tomorrow. So I ended mm-hmm. up in, uh, you know, my favorite neighborhood in Northeast, and, uh, you know, <laughs> money ran out, so I had to use whatever collateral, and so I, you know, rent the van out, you know, <laughs> And <laughs> I mean, I'm <laughs> cleaner yeah. van, dude. And uh, you know, and so oh my God. I mean, there there were things that happened in that van. I don't even know. I mean, I, I brought the van back, and 
all they said was that it smelled like cigarettes. And I mean, it, you know, they're like, this is, you know, we have very expensive yeah. clothes and yeah. we can't have the, um, I'm like, if you, if you guys only knew what, yeah, yeah. what was happening in that van, yeah. but yeah, I would have so, did the same thing. Yeah. That's yep. great. Yeah. Oh. So, this is my life. Yeah. So, so when you rented it out, did you go with them? I did not. So you just let it rot. Like you like literally, yeah. There you go. Right, right. Rent it out. I, I got what I want. Ho hopefully, I'll see you back here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I rented it out to this guy named Gator. Um, and, I mean, I, <laughs> Gator. Gator. Oh, Gator's. <laughs> Gator. What, uh, what's that? Uh, uh, the, it's from. It's uh, from the other guys. Yeah, the other yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to give a line. I'm talking to third person. Gator. Yeah, yeah. Gator don't. Gator don't play. Yeah. It's <laughs> such a good movie. So what, what would usually happen is that the, the drugs would run out before the van comes back, and yeah. so I'd be freaking out and, um, yeah. you know, just praying. Pray. You yeah. pray. Yeah, pray. Those were our favorite times to pray, yeah. right? We Could call you them the just say, man, it got stolen? I mean, you know, I, I, suppose, I parked it and I just, it got stolen. But, but that's when the realization good. sets in, like, what, uh, yeah. like, what's wrong with you? Like, why did you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so... That's not good. Yeah. So you're 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 running through jobs. You're um, you're um, in and out of treatments. You're in and out of jail. We're in on welcome. paper. Yeah. On paper. Yeah. Did you did you finally get to a place where maybe you you realized you shouldn't you, you didn't want to go on living this way or you were willing to try something different? Yes, I remember one particular time. I um I was in jail for some pretty serious charges, at, at least to me. Um, the most serious charges I've ever, I've ever been, you know, encountered, um, one being a, a mandatory mi uh, minimum because I apparently, mm -hmm. you know, did some transactions within a thousand feet of a school. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, what happened was I, um, I got offered a plea deal and, you know, was given, given leniency. And, uh, before I got out, I had this moment of, of clarity that, I mean, I, by that point, I'd been in jail maybe over 10 times. Mm -hmm. And I started to realize that every time I did what I wanted to do when I leave, left jail, I ended up back in jail. Mm -hmm. So what's the common denominator? I mean, I'm a slow study, even in AA. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I, yeah. I, what happened was there was a lady. I, uh, everyone at this table mm -hmm. understands that statement. Yeah. yeah. There was a lady uh, in, that, in that jail who uh, could give me a, a bed in Navy Road. Mm -hmm. So I asked for help. And Is that bunny? Yeah, I was wondering. Yeah, she, was, I talked to I her. I was wondering but, if it was yeah. Bunny. Yeah, she, and she was she was on her way out around the, around Damn. that time. Yeah. Legend. Yeah, yeah. helped. Yeah, she's. Uh, yeah, yeah, up there. So you got to Avery Road, which for those of you who don't know, if you're listening, Avery Road is a local 28 day treatment center and long term treatment center in the uh, Maryland area. Yes, um, and I went. Ended up and and. I remember what I remember about this time was that I was very surrendered. I was very surrendered. And not, like, I would say maybe it's more accurate to say I didn't have any ideas like quick enough, you know, to, you know, like, like I was out of, I, you were out of yeah, ideas. Mm -hmm. I didn't have yep. a, a new one, you know, ready to execute. Anyway, I um, went to Avery road and uh, they suggested I go to Lawrence court still surrendered. So I said, yes, I went to Lawrence court and um, you know, very, actually very, a very, a very good place for me because I, you know, I came from living in the streets and no responsibility, no bills, never, you know, learned any life skills, yeah, yeah, how to yeah. interact with other adults, how to mm -hmm. show up to work. Mm -hmm. So in, in Lawrence court, I actually learned how to do all these things. And it was just like a, a great, a great move for me. And so, yeah. um, what ended up happening was, uh, I ended up at promises through a series of events. You know, I know we don't have time to get into that, but, yeah. uh, ended up at promises and, um, promises, uh, 
again, is an AA meeting that we uh, that a lot on a Monday night that a bunch yep. of us used to go to. <laughs> the, the lights are like this. Like yeah, they bright. actually, you know what? <laughs> they are like this. Very bright. I always yeah, say, yeah. I always say, I walked into Promises, I feel like you could have done surgery under those yeah. lights in that yeah. meeting. It was so bright. Yeah, it was I mean, very bright. And, you know, I mean, we're coming from basements and, yeah. and you know, yeah. alleys yeah. and... In nighttime. Right. Like, I wasn't up during the day, exactly. like, hanging out. Exactly. It was always in the nighttime. It was a great meeting. Yeah. Yeah. She would okay. hear those promises, and you would be like, one day, maybe. One day, maybe. Yeah, one day. And I was told to not come back to Lawrence Court without a sponsor. Mm. And and so, you know, I, I probably felt like most guys in AA or girls walking up to somebody and, and you know, looking <laughs> at the, the, the floor. And, yeah, yeah. You know, I remember I, I, I just... Kicking had, the yeah. ground. You be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's like asking uh, someone look, out on look, a date. I know exactly. this is weird. Like, if you don't want to, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I get yeah, it yeah, if you yeah, don't yeah. have time. <laughs> How many people do you sponsor now? You don't have time? I wish that wasn't true, but I mean... That's how it is. Yeah, that's how it is. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, my first sponsor, I asked him uh, how much time he, how much time sober he had. Um, and then I asked him if uh, he would sponsor me. And he asked me, you know, what most sponsors ask uh, potential sponsees. At least in this area. Yeah, in this, yeah. So um, he... Which I mean, is... Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah. Can you call me every day? Yeah. Can you take suggestions? Yeah. Mm. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't know the ramifications of those answers, you know, that question. I mean, yeah. I, you know, who could? I mean... But, you know, I just knew that I was surrendering. It's not in the big book. It isn't. Or the sponsorship pamphlet. But <laughs> it's two great questions it is, to yeah. ask to see where someone, to basically get a feel on where somebody is. Like a screen. Like mm -hmm. a, yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he, uh, I'll say, I mean, <clears throat> it's, it's amazing what, um, when, when, what happens in AA when people are, are tuned in and, and doing what they um, have been tasked to do in AA. And he picked me up for the first 30 days. I mean, literally every day for the mm. first time. That's what I remember. I don't, yeah. It might not have yeah. been true, but it was majority, yeah. if not all. And yeah. so he would, uh, you know, radio was off and he would just listen and, and we would read the book and, and he would just spend time with me. Mm -hmm. And and he um, helped me understand what alcoholism is, what an what immense man alcoholic. Yeah. And uh, I'm forever grateful. I mean, that, you know, it, it's... I hold it near and dear to my heart. You know, it's, it's the, it's one of my best memories, you know, in a, yeah. cause that's the only currency of value is our time and right. attention. That's yeah. it. There's nothing else really matters in AA. I mean, right. You didn't ask him what kind of job he has. Right. <laughs> and he didn't send me a bill. He didn't send me a bill. After <laughs> yeah, yeah, he right? sent you a bill. <laughs> and oh, so, that, oh, that's a thing nowadays, man. I see online sober buddies and yeah. Sober Saps, companions, sober coach, sober right. coaches. Sober coaches. Oh, don't even get me started. We got to have a whole episode on that, man. Whole episode. Wow. Hey. Maybe we should. I'll be a sober coach. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> How much do they pay? Right, right. <laughs> oh, so, so not okay. enough. So you got, yeah, I can tell right. you not right enough. Not enough. Because I know I didn't have any money when I was due. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you're doing, you're doing, you're starting to get into AA. Right. And, and uh, are things starting to get better in your life? Are you feeling like maybe this could be an answer i am actually and <clears throat> you know on a very basic level i started to see that a was working for me um two experiences that, that that stick out to me one i remember one day um i had just gotten paid and that was obviously a lot of newly sober alcoholics a trigger mm. for for mm. you know fridays yeah they were and tough I, sometimes and i got i got paid and i remember just my body doing something you mm -hmm. know what i mean and and it was it was uncomfortable and i remember just my mind was thinking about going to lanny park and and 
And I remember I just I called my sponsor, and he told me to, uh, you know, he, I don't remember exactly what he said, but one thing he said was, you know, share about it in the meeting and get to the meeting. And, get to the meeting. Right. Yeah. Right. And what I learned from that experience was that that feeling can pass, mm. you know, and yeah. I, I didn't have any experiences that, you know, of, like of that kind. Right. Because so. anytime that that feeling would, it, you would just go and do it. Exactly. So mm. I, I had to, I was a slave to it, you know. I love and, that, man. I didn't know I had a choice. So I love that. The other experience I remember of, of time. Yeah. Yeah. Go so for it, man. Uh, you guys have probably heard this, but <clears throat> I, um, my sister had a high school graduation get together party, big party, uh, you know, family, extended family. And, you know, so I uh, was expected to be there. I have a good reason. You know, and you know what it says in the in our literature about yeah. there's going to be alcohol there. And yeah. so, you know, um, I don't I wouldn't necessarily say I was spiritually fit at the time, nor did I understand what that meant. But it was suggested I take someone in AA with me, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, and, and I've, I've come to, you know, learn about all kinds of tools in AA, you know, um, in terms of, you know, having to show up for life, you know, yeah. and, difficult situations. And so I took Joe. Yeah. And I don't, I think he, he became a candidate because I grew up in Burton's near Burtonsville and he grew up in Burtonsville. And so we had this little like, you know, connection. And so he offered to come Yeah, and uh, he came to my sister's high school graduation party. I remember, uh, you know, I don't know if he was comfortable, not comfortable. I mean, he was, you know, my family's pretty welcoming, but anyway, he was there and I remember it just meant something to me. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what happened was uh, I was standing there and my stepfather um, offer me a drink. And I, to me, this is important because the last person I would expect to do that, I don't think he meant anything malicious by it, but you know, I just, I was caught off guard and from someone unexpected. And so what happened was, and it wasn't even, it was like something took over it. And I just said, calmly said, no. And it was, I I mean, I I can't, I can't equate to any, that, that to anything, but a working in my life because I didn't produce that for myself. And I yeah. could see that. Yeah. Like it, it was like it happened and, and I was like a witness to it. You know, if, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. There was and, a um, power restoring right. you to sanity. Right. Right. Even yeah. at that time. Like it says, recoil as if from a hot flame. Yeah. And that happened for me. Yeah. And, you know, and so I, 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 I mean, that experience, uh, along with the other one I, I described were, were very powerful for me in, in, in the beginning. Those are the kind of things mm-hmm. that really kind of, gave me a stronger belief in a higher power. You know, like those things started to happen where I would say no, or I would make a decision that felt, yeah, I was like, I can't believe I did that. And I was like, okay, maybe there's something here. Maybe something's really working. Because I was such a doubter and a negative, like you got to show, I got to see it to believe it. Yeah. And you need those little, little like glimpses early on. Otherwise you wouldn't stay. I mean, I remember one time I was, I was probably, you know, six weeks out of being, I was out of the pre-release center, which is, you know, what it, kind of what it sounds like, you know what I mean? And, and I hadn't been, I had never been six weeks on, you know, not institutionalized or incarcerated without a drink. Mm. And I remember coming home on the Metro. I was taking the Metro at that time to work and I had a panic attack because, you know, if you've been incarcerated, you're not used to being around. I mean, the metro here is crazy. I mean, right. hundreds of people, yeah. and they're and they're bumping into you. I mean, I mean, you're so, you're like sausaged in, and uh, I had a panic attack, and I got off. I used a payphone, called my sponsor, and she's. I, I don't even remember what he said. I just remember getting back on the train, going home, waking up the next day, and thinking to myself, "Man, dude, I can't believe I didn't drink." Yeah, and I knew in that moment it had not, that it wasn't me. 
It had been all the meetings I was going to that I had a relationship with this guy. I could call him when I was in trouble, and I didn't have to take a drink. And that was like, I mean, I don't know if I was sold, but I was like, it's got to be AA. Yeah. There's no other reason I didn't drink. Yeah. It has to be, because every other time I've, I would have been drunk already. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with with all that being said, thanks, Spence, for, for sharing about your story. We're going to move on to our topic, and I think it kind of fits into why, you know, why we do this now. What the topic is is because we have found a solution, and we do believe yeah. in a power. 100%. And, and the topic this week is you should not hesitate to visit the most sordid spot on earth on such an errand. Keep on the firing line of life with these motives and God will keep you unharmed. Now, there's some, this is just the, what, what we have written down here. But before this, it talks about going to any lengths to help another alcoholic yeah. stay sober. And I think this topic is very uh, important today because especially as we start to get sober and our lives start to get good, I start to maybe question a little bit about what I should do for AA or where I should go for AA. And it's very clear here. You should not hesitate to visit the most sordid spot on earth on such an errand. And uh, so, I mean, what's your experience with that, Chris? What what was done for you to, you know, I mean, guys were, I think they found you in PRC, right? Well, no, when I was incarcerated. Yeah, yeah I mean. Or in or in incarcerated yeah, in the I jazz mean, I, program. Look, people... I would not be sober. I mean, no, I would not be sober had not people brought AA to where wherever I was. And, you know, I, I, I wouldn't necessarily call, you know, well, I guess, you know, going to a prison is it's not, a yeah, sorted place. I mean, it I is. <laughs> it 100% yeah, is a sorted place. But these guys came in and took their time out to, to deliver a message to me. And for a long time, I wasn't, I wasn't there to listen. But when I was, they were still there. Yeah, and I got the help that I needed, and um, you know, in sobriety, some of the most amazing experiences that I've had have been going to places like that. Whether it be um, Second and D, whether it be Saint E's, mm. whether it be Avery Road, uh, I used to take a all uh, treatment centers, shelters. Uh, yeah, I mean, I used to take yeah. me up to to maximum security up there, Jessup Prison. Yeah. And, you know, it's not like I took that meeting. I went to their meeting that mm -hmm. they had. Mm -hmm. You had guys in there doing 25 to life, and they were the most grateful guys that I've ever met in my life. And I'm thinking to myself, and I don't even know if I can summon that kind of gratitude today. You know what I mean? And But these guys, they were they were so grateful just to be sober. Yeah. And have a second chance at life, you know, even being behind bars, you know. And right. when you see stuff like that, I mean, it, it is, uh, it moves you, Yeah, you know. You're like, I, these guys are grateful. What am I missing, mm -hmm. you know. As you're walking out. As I'm walking the out. 50 doors that it takes to get out of just <laughs> the locked doors and go home, yeah. You know, what am I missing? These guys are grateful. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm always complaining about some dumb shit, mm -hmm. you know. So, The disease yeah, of I perception mean, is strong. You know, how about you, Spence? Well, this is a great reminder because <clears throat> it says in our primary purpose that, uh, you know, the, to carry the message to the still suffering alcoholic. And, you know, I used to go to St. Elizabeth's and, you know, and I, I took a meeting into Phoenix House uh, in Arlington. Mm -hmm. and, it's another uh, good one. Yeah. And I uh, I mean, these are that meeting is, is probably the highlight of my week, you know, and, and it's become, um, you know, something that I've, you know, treasured and, and held on to 
you know, with dear life. Even when when my daughter was first born, like that yeah. was one of the one meetings I, I had. That's to the make. one you weren't. Me too. Yeah, that's the one yeah. I wasn't going to let go yeah. of. That's yeah. right. So I uh, and I know. <clears throat> Are you still doing that? I am at the Phoenix yeah. House. At the Phoenix House. Yep. I'd love to come out there with you yeah. sometime. Sure I guess thing. it's been a while, man. Sure thing. Keep me on the list. Please. One of the coming back into AA this time. One of the uh, suggestions my sponsor made was to. Uh, Tag along with the guys going in St. E's and, and tag, you know, yeah. get to a detox and, yeah. you know, and, and I mean that, I mean, I, I can see why, you know, and, and it makes so much sense now. And um, that's where I belong, you know, mm-hmm. being a product of such environments. And I mean, I, you know, I don't, I mean, I'm there to carry a message. It's God's business who, you know, re, you know, comes in AA. And yeah. I remember, I mean, quick story. I um, was in Clarksburg uh, and was in a meeting and, and Joe uh, mm. and brought a meeting into uh, wow into that into um, uh, Clarksburg yeah. and when I got when I got to Frank's for the first time and saw I mean I I was like Joe and I, you know <laughs> and he tells me to this day like he was feeling like that meeting was just a waste of time and when well, I showed up know, and, and, yeah you just never know you never know never know the circle oh, you know and it's it's just the ripple effect of, of, you know, I just never know. And so my job is to always, you know, never question it, you know, like it says, I mean, this is a great reminder. And, and my, you know, I think it's the thing I'll say is my truth has been that sometimes we go into places like this. I went into a place recently and there was, it was chaos, you know, most people weren't listening. People were talking, getting up every two minutes. And in my mind, I'm thinking, what am I doing here, man? Yeah. You know, this is, this is, a wait, this is a waste of my time. But the reality is, is there's that one person who's sitting there listening, nodding their head and I'm there to help that person. Right. You know, and, and you never know. I, I was at a, I was at a meeting last night talking and after the meeting, this guy comes up to me and he's like, I was in Avery road, man. I just got out of Avery road last year. You know, and, and, we're, and it's just like, you never know That's who, who you're going to talk to. Countless times yeah. to all of us, I'm sure. Yeah. You never know. And I really think that our literature has a lot of promises. It makes a lot of promises. Most of the steps, a lot of promises behind them. And in this statement, the, the, the second sentence, the first sentence, again, I'll read it one more time. You should not hesitate to visit the most sordid spot on earth on such an errand. The second one is keep on the firing line of life with these motives and God will keep you unharmed. They're promising you right there that if you keep on the firing line, God will keep you unharmed. And I don't think it's a coincidence that we are all sitting here and we are all still actively trying to help people. Oh yeah. 100%. And I mean, I'm sure you sponsored a guy probably right now that's under a year sober. Yeah. 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 Me too. Me too. And look, sponsorship, I, I, you know, I, I've always, this has always been one of those things. You don't have to sponsor somebody under a year to be helping them. You know, you can be taking them to meetings. You can be taking their calls. calls. Everybody's always like, oh, I'm not sponsored. I'm like, what are you doing with your time? Yeah. You know, some of the people I've helped the most, I haven't even sponsored. Just being I've just, call, yeah. I've just been somebody they could talk to yeah. before they called their Those sponsor. Those are the calls I like to take yeah. anyway. Yeah. Those are much better than with the, you know, yeah. us. Yeah. we don't have just to be in their that. corner. Yeah. <laughs> be there for them. Support yeah. them. Listen yeah. to them. Yeah. Drive them to the retreat. Drive them to a retreat, whatever it is, yeah. you know? So. How many guys can you fit in that Tesla, Gabe? Hmm. Four. Four? But the, right. the battery doesn't get a little strained. You got four guys in there. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, well, all right. So, so reminder for all of us that we need to stay uh, in sordid places and, and be willing to go, go to any length to do that and keep on the firing line of life and God will keep you unharmed. Let's move on to a little segment we like to call the newcomer 
tip of the week. Mm. Love that uh, music. Yeah. Just drop it. This newcomer looks like he's up to no good. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's got uh, his head down. He's sitting in the corner. Maybe it's his first time at the meeting. Yeah. Or he's, maybe he's under, under the influence. He's like, man, maybe it's the 10th time he's at he, the meeting. Maybe he's, he knows he's about to pick up another 24-hour <laughs> chip. The sponsor just told him to go get that chip. Right. He's like, he oh, might be oh, under man. the influence. Yeah. That's, he might be under the influence. He might have just threw a bottle of whiskey in the trash can in the bathroom. So you might just took a shit in the urinal. That's happened. It's that's a true. That's a true, true story. story. How it happened, I'm I'm still unclear of, but it we did just, happen. We had a guy one time drinking in the bathroom at a meeting, and somebody's like, "He's drinking in there." And we went in there, and we were like, "Hey!" And he got nervous and fumbled the liquor, and it like we we're like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Nothing." And the bottle fell on the ground in oh. the stall. We we're like, "Come on, man! We Come see on, it. Man. Wow. Wow. You're right there you know, drinking." Together. You know what's crazy about that is that. That could be any of us. It could. Uh, it probably was me. I just I, don't remember doing but it. But yeah, you know, I don't know, yeah, man. If I'm, I'm drinking, I'm not in an A. Well, that too. I can guarantee you that. I'll be, Trust me. I, I drank in Latin America. That's what I was. <laughs> I will say this: the last time before I came back to A, 100, I called my old sponsor drunk, and he invited me to his house. And we sat there and he said, we're going to go to an AA meeting. And I, we sat there and talked for like an hour and I started to sober up a little bit. And he was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom and then we're going to go to the meeting. And he went to the bathroom and I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I started to sober up and I was like, what am I doing? And he was like, I'll be right back. And the second he went to the bathroom, I left. I didn't come back to the meeting for two years yeah. after that. Can you imagine? Oh you see God, me dude. and you're like, you don't see me for yeah, two you, more years. You like come out of a brown eye. You're like, oh, yeah. what the fuck? Literally, Damn. I was like, I was like, I'm out of here. A, a meeting? This like, guy comes out of the bathroom like, I'm so excited you're... Gone. Gone. Ghost. Gone. All right. The newcomer tip of the week actually kind of relates to what I just said. Yeah. It says, it's okay to come back if you mess up. AA I think Spence is, got some experience with this. He does, actually. AA is F-up friendly. So, so just for, for Spence and for everybody, the re- what we're doing here with this newcomer tip is we're trying to help people who are new to the program with simple ideas and things that you may not understand. And I think this is an important one. And Spence, you have some experience. I sure do. And <clears throat> I've, I've drank and come back to AA quite a few times. And, you know, number one, I'm not going to say I'm, sp- I'm an alcoholic. So if I drink, I mean, it's, whoa, like, you know, that, that I mean, that is what happens, you know. I'm, and so I'm, I'm just because, you know, I think I think a lot of people have shame. When it comes to coming back to AA, exactly. I get that. Yeah. I mean, that's we're self-centered in the extreme, and so um, a lot of people. I remember the first time I, um, you know, had some some time sober and came back, and people said, "So what? Now what?" Mm-hmm. And you know, and I remember for whatever reason, somebody said that this experience will be able to help somebody else. And I, I mean, I don't, I don't know how I that helped me because I don't, I don't know if I was at that level to really be that, you know, I, I guess forward thinking, mm-hmm. but. But it helped, and so I uh, got busy. And so it is a uh, F-up friendly. I will say if you are in AA and have, you know, messed up, you're, you're in AA. Some people don't get that chance. And, and I, uh, yeah, that is, I mean, it, it, it takes what it takes. I mean, I know you, you have experience. I, I, do. I feel like I took, you know, over 10 years just to get to the mm-hmm. place that I am yeah. now, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and it takes what it takes. Um, yeah. And so I understand you can get down and, uh, but, but, you know, I have experience and, and, you know, all you have to do is whatever you're doing, whatever you do from this point going forward, 
it can be different. Yeah. yeah. You know, and yeah. You, you have the power to change that. And, and, you know, we're alcoholics. I think it's funny. People are like afraid to share about drinking in meetings. They're afraid to tell people they're thinking about drinking. Right. And it's just so funny because we're in an AA meeting. That's what the point of this is. You know, it would be, it just, it's just so funny to me. It would be like going to the doctor and being afraid to tell them what's wrong with you because, you, you know, right. but you're at the doctor's right. office. This, right. you know? The fact that we're not drinking it's what's crazy. Right. Yeah, exactly. Not that we drink yeah. again. It's yeah. like being at the hospital and trying to act like I'm not sick. Like, exactly. Yeah. 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 What are you doing here? We know. We already yeah. know anyway. That's yeah. the best part. I, I will say drinking and alcohol, like it's, it's, it stripped me down to the point where I, I just, I mean, I, I was willing to do whatever, what, you know, I'm thinking about drinking. I'm thinking about doing this, whatever. If it makes me look bad. I mean, it just got me to that and that, that's what they call the gift of desperation. And, and it really got real for me in that way. Um, so there is that, you know? It, yes. It, you know. Well, it's one of those things, and I've, I've known you since your, you know, your whole sobriety, in and out, all the times you drank. And the last time you came back, it's one of the things I respect about you, is that you had an air of seriousness about your recovery that really was attractive. You know, you were like, this guy fucking cares. You know what I mean? And it's, I don't want to say like militant. You weren't like militant. I mean, right. but you were, you got to be, because if you're yeah. not protecting your sobriety, then who is, Right. you know? And I think it's really important to be protective, at least initially of your sobriety, because man, there's so many ways that you can fall off the beam when you're new, you know, so many loopholes that you can get caught up in, right. so many potholes that you can get tripped up in and to be sort of protective of your sobriety like that is, is how I was, yeah. you know? And people were like, oh, you're first timer. I was like, no, I wasn't. I came in and out of AA for years before I got sober, hmm. you know, this last time. Right. And when I came back, I was like, you know what, man? This is serious business because if I drink, it's the fucking game, the whole game. It's over, you know, for me. And the next time I get, sit in front of a judge, it's not going to be for five years. It's going to be 25 to life. I don't want to see any part of it. Yeah. I, I just feel like maybe, I mean, I, I don't want to, I want to say this with, with some respect because I don't, I don't have this experience, but I'm just using a metaphor, you know, like a person, how a person would feel, you know, having a near death experience, you know, mm -hmm. like having new, a new lease on life, Yeah, you know, and I'm not making light of that experience. I mean, I, you know, knock on wood, but I just, yeah. that's how I feel. I feel like I've seen, you know, the other side, you know, and I, and, and it's, I've had it. It's, it's very similar. Yeah. 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 You know, I think what we're trying to say is if you're new or if you're if you're coming back, the point is, is that it's OK. Yep. You can come back. I think a lot of people, they they come in day and they, they drink and they think, well, I can't go back now. I, I'm not allowed to go back or I'm not able to go back. That is just not true. It's nonsense. You can come back. We welcome you back. I came back. I don't even know how many times, you know, you, Chris, we all, you know, a lot of us have there are plenty. Here's the other thing I'll say. There are also plenty of first nighters. You don't, yeah, you don't we should probably say this. Yeah. You don't have you don't to have drink to. again. Yep. No. There are plenty yep. of people who come in and never take a drink again. Thank and God. Yes. Thank God. And so that's 100%, uh, uh, you know, something that happens Total all the possibility. time, all the yeah. time too. So, yeah. uh, we are just sharing our experience and I think it's, it's important to say that you can come back, uh, regardless. We hope uh, you come back. We do. We do. We hope that 
our guest and Chris and Gabe have some idea of what the difference is between the AA Big Book and the 12 Steps and 12 Traditions, because coming up next, Uh we're going to get into our sketch of the week. It's called We Had But Two Alternatives. Yes. If the past is prologue of the future, then no, I don't. The Big Book or the 12. (laughs) If you don't know, this is a game we've played several times before. We we have right it's here the worst, in my way. hand five different readings. Each of these readings is chosen by me, and it comes from either the Alcoholics Anonymous John Big never book plays. He never or plays. the Twelve Steps in Twelve Traditions book. <laughs> he sits, scoffs. A couple, sits and scoffs. A couple of things. A couple of things. Nobody's ever been really good at this. I made it a little easier this week. Didn't someone get four out of five? Like Maybe they did. Yeah, they were guessing. I think she was guessing. But it was, get, I mean, 50 50. I so, guess two, and I got none. So this is the way it works. Everybody's got their pen. We've got some people in our studio audience. I don't think we have pens for them, but you can do it in your head and play along and be honest with your count, okay? Or on their phones. This is what's going to Or you can do it on your phone. This yeah. is what's going to happen. We're going to read these one at a time, and you're either going to write down Big Book or 12 and 12. At the end, we're going to go through them all and you're going to be honest and, and keep what keep you know what you had. You get one point for everyone you get right. And there's a bonus point per question if you can say the chapter that that it is oh. from. If it's in the big book, the chapter, if it's from the 12 and 12, the step, because they're only coming from the steps. Okay? Let me sit up here. Maybe that makes a difference. Everybody ready? So we are going to go with number one. It's up on the screen. Under the lash of alcoholism, we are driven to AA. And there we discover the fatal nature of our situation. This one's kind of a lame, Then right? and only then do we become as open-minded to conviction and as willing to listen as the dying can be. You can't say that, Chris. Not everybody knows. I mean, might be a layup for you. I've heard it many times, but it's hard to pinpoint yeah, what I mean, chapter. Okay, hold on. We'll give everybody one more second. And remember, if you can get the book and the, the chapter or the step, it's an extra bonus point. All right, let's move on to number two. As we discovered principles by which the individual alcoholic could live, so we had to evolve principles by which the AA groups and AA as a whole could survive and function effectively. It was thought that no alcoholic, man or woman, could be excluded from our society. I got him here. I got him on this one. <laughs> this was the one that I when, I, when I did this one, I chuckled to myself a little bit. All right, number three. Everybody got their answer? Yeah? Good to go. Don't, don't cheat, Chris. Are you I cheating? I can't even see that. I can cheat. All right. Number Does it three. Look like I'm cheating? I thought you were looking at the answer key over here. But I'm going to put this here. While you were drinking, you were withdrawing from life little by little. Now you are getting back into the social life of this world. Don't start to withdraw again just because your friends drink liquor. I see, our, I see somebody in our studio audience nodding their head like they know. No, you don't? No? Confident? Amanda? She's... <laughs> All right. Let's go. Number four. Gave people enough time. Number four. Aren't these practical joy killers as well as time consumers? Must AAs spend most of their waking hours drearily rehearsing their sins of omission or commission? 
Well, hardly. The emphasis on inventory is heavy, only because a great many of us have never really acquired the habit of accurate self-appraisal. So hard, man. Why? Why? Why do you do this? Why do you do this to us, man? You I love, love it. You love it. I love you it. You love it. I love the I look on a, your faces. Like, I can't believe I don't. I think there's a clue in this one. Or a coincidence. You, oh, don't say anything. Okay. Don't say anything. You might be right, though. And you can say it when you... All right, number five. Oh. Besides a seeming inability to accept much on faith, we often found ourselves handicapped by obstinacy, sensitiveness, and unreasoning prejudice. Many of us have been so touched that even casual reference to spiritual things made us bristle with antagonism. All right. Remember, you get a bonus point if you write down the chapter or the step. And the winner is going to get... We giving away this week. I think we're giving away another postcard. Amanda, can you uh, can you bring that over here? Chris, hand that to me right here. It's the same one Look from this. last from last time. It is one effing day at a time. One effing day at a time. <laughs> you can send this to a sponsee who's struggling on vacation. You can send this to a friend. It is an actual postcard. Just remember for our winner. One fucking day at a time. One fucking day at a time. Right. Right on. All right, we're going to go to our answers. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go around and start with somebody different every time, and you're going to write it down. All right, Gabe, number one, what did you have? I had uh, a big book. Big book. Chris, what did you have? 12 and 12, step one. Spence, what did you have? I had 12 and 12, step one. Spence and Chris, you are correct. 12 and 12, step one. Gabe, incorrect. We just lost our screen here. Okay, good, good, good. But, but, so we get a bonus. So that's you guys two get points. two points. It is from wow. step one out of the 12 and 12 under the lash of alcoholism. We are driven to AA, and therefore we discover the fatal nature of our situation. I think that's the first time I got the first I, one it was, right. I'll be honest with you. It was a little bit of a layup. That one that was, was like layup. end of the first step in the 12 and 12, somewhat of a layup. So. It was an alley-oop. It was. All right, number sure. two. Chris, what did you have for number two? 12 and 12. 12, 12 and 12. Yes. Spence, what did you have? 12 and 12, third tradition. And the traditions are not, I said in the beginning, but I understand that you didn't hear me. It oh. is only the steps out of the 12 and 12. So, oh, okay, okay. Just so you know. But I got to say, Spence, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. And I, it, I thought that what people wouldn't do what you just said because of the fact that the traditions aren't in there, but that's pretty good. Gabe. Big book. Big book. Okay, you just guessed. I can tell that was a guess. <laughs> uh, okay, where is it? I admit it was a guess. And what did you say, Chris? 12 and 12. It is from the big book, the foreword, See, the foreword to the Ooh. second edition. And that's that, sneaky. That yeah, forward, that was the dude. sneaky one. Yeah, I did that a little sneaky. Forward to the second edition, like page XIX. But Spence got, because so, they, they do, I was like, this is a weird one because they talk right, a little right, bit. Yeah. Right. I've never which, even seen a second edition. It's as we discovered principles by which the individual alcoholic could live, so we had to evolve principles by which the A groups in A as a whole could survive and the, function. This is my least favorite sketch, by the way. Spence was on it. You were you were hunting it down. You were trying. All right. Number three, Spence, what did you have? Big book. Big book? Work, working with others. Okay. Gabe? Big book. Big, Big book. book. Okay, Chris? Total gas, 12 and 12. It is the big book working with others. Spence is 
is uh, on fire. You guys down here. That's two more points for Spence. Spence put down two all right, there. All right. All right. Our studio audience, no, you're not doing too well yet. I mean, he's he's got zero. He's got zero. You, you know, I, I look like to Hoover in AA. Maybe not yeah. after this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to number. So that was number three. That was while we were drinking, you were withdrawing from life little by little. Now you're getting back into the social life of this world. Don't start to withdraw again just because your friends drink liquor. That's a good one. pull there, Spence. All right. I will be surprised if if anybody gets two points here. Number four, Gabe, what'd you have? Twelve and twelve, step ten. Chris, total gas, big book. Spence, twelve and twelve, step four. It is the twelve and twelve, step ten. Gabe, what oh is happening? God, how Gabe. did you pull that? How did you? Did you pull guess? That? Be honest. Did no, you guess it's on the it's step? About inventory. Oh, taking your inventory it on is on the daily. It is, and it could have been four or two. Yeah. Spence was all over it too. Like four or ten, right there. You had it. Yeah. So number four was: Aren't these practices joy killers as well as time consumers? Must AA spend most of their waking hours drearily rehashing their sins of omission or commission? Well, hardly. The emphasis on inventory is heavy, only because a great many of us have never really acquired the habit of accurate self-appraisal. After good rereading that, that yeah. yeah. But still, four would have been a good one too. <clears throat> All right, number five. So surprised I don't know that one. Number five, Chris, what did you have? 12 and 12, step two. Spence? Big book, we agnostics. Gabe? 12 and 12, step two. It is the big book, we agnostics. Oh, my Spence. God. Spence. I mean, it's over. Spence took it down. It's over, dude. It's over. Spence. He got six <laughs> points. Seven. Seven. Yeah. Crushed it. I think it's seven. Right. Eight he's more. Than, wait, wait, no. Seven, seven points. No, no, no. You yeah. got two on the first one, too, right? Oh, no. You, yeah, yes. What was number two? No, no, number one. Oh. Number one, you got two. two. No, number two, you missed. Okay. Okay, so two, two, seven. you had seven. seven. How many do you have, Gabe? Four points. Four, Chris? Two. <laughs> yeah. Rick, four. Amanda? One. Okay, all right. Hey, you know what? Hey, let's get hey, hey. hit the applause one more time for Spence. <laughs> I think he's the most winning. You are the uh, you are well, you're definitely the smartest yes, guy we've that. had on here with the with the 100%, big one. And yeah. you know what you get for that? One, one fucking, fucking day. day at a time. Right. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> so I do want to say this. If you're listening and you're playing along, thank you for all of you here with us today for playing along. Thank you. This is one of those games that's tough. It's a little, it's an ego buster. A little bit of an ego buster. That's fine. I need that. I Spence, need thank you so much, man. Thank you, brother. This was awesome. Thank yeah. you for having Did me. A great job. Yeah, yeah. It's this really is, good. I, like I told you in the beginning, I mean, I, who would have thought I'd be doing something like this? You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, or uh, any of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So we converge. Really, really good. You did a great yeah. job. We want to thank our, our studio audience for being here. We want to thank all of you for being with us online. Thank you. Thank we you. will Thanks be for back in. next week with another great guest and another fun topic, newcomer tip and sketch. Thanks for listening to thank the you. meeting after the meeting. Meeting. <laughs>